G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Have you ever compared someone in your life who's kind with someone who's not? It's pretty obvious who we'd rather be around, right? So, shoe on the other foot now. How do you develop the sort of kindness in your life that makes others want to hang around you? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome again to the program as we take a look at this whole kindness thing from a different perspective. I wonder whether you can remember the last time someone surprised you with an inexplicable act of kindness. You know, it's just a day like any other day, just plugging along, doing this, doing that. Then someone comes along with a kind smile or a kind word or or a phone call, something so small, yet it touches us somewhere deep inside. Isn't it funny how just the smallest act of kindness can do that? When was the last time you were startled by an act of kindness? Perhaps it's been so long you just can't remember. Or maybe, maybe you're blessed and you're surrounded by lots of kind people. There's not one of us who wouldn't like someone today to reach out to us with with just the most simple act of kindness. In fact, when kindness becomes a way of life, all of a sudden we feel loved and valued and cared for. Kindness, it turns out, might be a small thing, but it's a big deal. Last week, on A Different Perspective, and again this week, we've been looking at something that God calls the fruit of the Spirit. We all have lives that are like trees in a sense. We bear fruit. We, we bear either good fruit, fruit that blesses other people, fruit that develops other people, fruit that grows other people as they feed on it, or bad fruit. And we were looking last week, and we're going to look again this week, as Paul was writing in a letter to the Galatian church. He was writing about this thing, the fruit of of the Spirit. And in a sense, he was saying, look, we are what we eat. On the one hand, we can indulge ourself, you know, all our selfish desires. And he said, if we do that, you know something? We're going to grow some bad fruit. On the other hand, he said, we can actually have a relationship with God, with the Holy Spirit, and we drink that up like a tree drinking up nutrients out of the ground and water out of the ground. And he said, you know what happens? What happens then is we can't help ourselves. We just end up growing good fruit. Does it work? Does this whole Christianity thing work? So often we try to change ourselves. That's hard. It's tough because our behaviours, well, I don't know about you, but for me, the behaviours that really are bad fruit in my life have been so deeply ingrained. Sometimes we don't even see them. We don't even recognise them, let alone trying to change them. On the other hand, if we have this relationship with Jesus, the Son of God, this God who humbled himself and became a man, that relationship changes us. I mean, my relationship with my wife, Jackie, has changed me as we've become one flesh, as we've, we've gone from being two totally separate people to being a unit, to being husband and wife. When those two become one, 
I don't know, it changes you. You have to accept the other one. You have to love them on the good days and the bad days. We do things together. We encourage one another. It changes you. You can't help but be changed in marriage. And the same is true even more profoundly, even more deeply, when we have this relationship with Jesus. Well, let's look at kindness again and say, what's all that about? Kindness, for me, it's like a language of action. It's like speaking through what we do. It's a language that says, I value you. I care for you. I love you. Six years ago, my wife Jackie and I arrived at a new church. We just felt called by God to leave the church we were in, little church, and we moved to a larger church. We actually sold house, moved house, because we just felt called by God to do this. Now, as we left the old one, we left the friends and, and that sort of family that we'd built over many years. We knew the, the new pastor at the new church fairly well, and his wife, I'd known him through Bible college. But it was still, you know, you have to break into a new family, you have to meet new people. And that's not easy. Becoming a part of a fellowship, you really need to connect with someone. So we go along the first service and we walk in, there's all these new faces and we think, oh, you know, have we done the right thing? Have we, are we listening to God? Should we be here? You can get lost in a place like that. And one guy, a guy called James, walked up smiled, shook my hand, invited us to sit down with him during the service. And then he got up and he said, let's have coffee afterwards. And we talked with him and all of a sudden we felt at home. And the following week when we went back, sure enough, we walked into the place and we were looking to find this guy. I mean, his kindness on that first Sunday had somehow made a connection into our lives. He stood out. I mean, this is not rocket science, is it? And do you know something? Today, six years on, we count him and his wife as amongst our closest friends. Now, I'm not someone to have a whole bunch of friends and have lots of people around me, yet James and his wife Shirley are two of those friends. That small act of kindness, that first day that we walked into that place, from that has grown a friendship. You know something? My hunch is it's going to be a lifelong friendship. And then we look around in this world of, of hurt and difficulties and we look at other people and we think how can I make a difference in this world there are so many problems it's too big I'm so small kindness is such a small thing kindness between husband and wife kindness from parents to children kindness amongst people at work or at the local football club or the local tennis club or the local orchestra whatever we're part of a family a workplace Social things, when we put our roots down into a relationship with Jesus Christ, His Holy Spirit is like the sap that draws up in our bodies. And a tree like that, it just can't help itself. It has to bear good fruit. A simple act of kindness. Small, surprising, sensitive. You've heard that saying, it's the thought that counts. I was at a conference last week, at a broadcasting conference, and I was away from home, and I was sitting listening to the speaker, and I just felt to grab my phone and send my wife an SMS saying, I love you, I'm thinking of you. Isn't it wonderful when we're going through our day, humdrum, day after day, and someone does something small and says, I'm thinking about you. Oh, that is so wonderful. It lifts your spirits, it changes your day. Kindness. Kindness whispers, I love you into someone's heart. 
I wonder this week, just this week, just one thing. I wonder if you couldn't say, Lord, God, show me the one person you want me to touch with a simple act of kindness. Just something small, Lord. Just show me the person who needs the sort of kindness that I can give. And when we do that, this is what happens. This is what happens for me. God's Spirit kind of changes my heart. And that changed heart moves my hands or my mouth or my fingers to key an SMS. And like James, a smile, a handshake, a coffee for two people who were new at his church was so small Today, I'm telling tens of thousands of people about it. Today, those people are close friends, lifelong friends, solid friends, through a simple act of kindness. Jesus loves to change lives. It's real stuff. It's life stuff. And when we put our roots down like a tree into a relationship with him, and his goodness and his joy and his peace flow up, then that fruit grows on our branches. And the fruit of kindness is one of the most wonderful, sweet fruits that we can ever grow. We all like to think that at the end of the day, our lives on this earth will have weighed in to leave a lasting legacy of love in the lives of those whom we love most. Sad thing is, though, that all too often, We're too busy living life today to make that investment for tomorrow. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of our latest life application booklet. It's called Discovering Your Legacy of Love. It's full of life-changing practical Bible teaching to help you plant the sorts of seeds today that will still be bearing fruit when you're long gone. You can request your free copy right now. Either stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll free on 1300 722 415 and we'll send your booklet straight out to you in the post. But this is the very last week that it'll be available, so don't miss out. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1300 722 415. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.